This is going to be one of the hardest things that we have ever had to do. If we just work together and stick to the plan, then it's all going to be okay. I can't believe you two are making me do this. This is worse than all the punishments in the underworld combined. It's hanging up tinsel, demon. It's the easiest job on the list. Just be thankful you don't have to cook the winter day feast. Yes, Albert has burnt the feast every year for the past six consecutive years. Great. I'm so glad I have to work hard all day, then get to eat some burnt food. If I wanted cremated sprouts, I would set fire to them myself. Congratulations, demon. You've just earned yourself another job from the list. Once you've finished hanging the tinsel, you can also set the table. Ugh, fine. How many places? Nineteen. Nineteen? Do we even know nineteen people? Albert, I thought you were trying to hide up here. Well, that seemed to be a losing battle. Nineteen places is the least of our problems. We still have to trim the tree, hang the lights, light the candle of harmony, put out the banana peels for Grimble Grumble, and put on our raven feathers. And, most importantly, keep, keep Gremlin, Gremlin happy. Hello, sirs. How are you feeling today? <sighs> well... Brilliant, sirs! It's winter day! ready to leave out for Grimble Grumble. You know you can just go to a gift shop and buy the peels, right? That's not the winter day way. How do you know that? This is your first winter day, Gremlin. Yes, but the older Gremlins have told me all about it. You've been spending time with the older Gremlins? They haven't tried to make you put a fork in a socket, have they? I know what they're like. It's not worth the buzz, Gremlin. It'll fry your little noggin. That's a myth. They don't really do that. We just sit around and play poker and make prank calls. Not to worry anyone, but we are now 12 seconds behind schedule. Well, while you were having your conversation, I finished hanging all the tinsel. Now, what's this about prank calls? Brilliant idea, Gremlin. Grab those bananas. We are hijacking the radio. You haven't set the table yet. I'll do it later. Albert, I knew it was a bad idea to give the demon jobs to do. Look at the tinsel, it's all on one banister. Well, we haven't got any time to worry about it. The dinner is in danger of becoming a catastrophe. I've built a new oven, so we have four on the go. Stuffing's in oven one, roast potatoes in oven two, Wellington in oven three, miscellaneous in oven four. They're on 220, 180, 200, 672 respectively. We have 12 hobs going, six for peas. You know how much they love peas. We have garden and petit pois, not to mention sweet. Uh, the carrots have been cut to 3.72 inches. Also, I think I cut off the top of my finger, but I digress. You really should put it on ice. Yes, ice. Gremlin got a bag of ice yesterday. Where did you put the bag of ice, Gremlin? In the fridge, sir. Don't you mean the freezer? No, the fridge. Right. Add two more things to the list, Brian. Mop up the puddle and get more ice. But I haven't equated for that. 
Now we're four minutes and 37 seconds behind schedule. It's four minutes. Who even cares? Yeah, Brian, loosen up. Winter days are time for fun. Speaking of which, prank call time. Gremlin, who should our first victim be? Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's too many to choose from. Um... Okay, this is taking far too long. I'm patching into a random frequency. Incoming transmission from room number 4029, a regular room. Hello, I'm Marcus. Can I ask who's calling, please? Hello, yes, this is Hotel Security. Lovely to meet you, Marcus. We have something very important to tell you. No matter what you do, you need to avoid the stairs. Oh no, but I'm supposed to be seeing Nanny later and she lives on a different floor. Oh, that's terrifying. Yes, it's deeply unsettling, Marcus. The stairs are up to something. <laughs> Get it, Marcus? Up to something. <laughs> yeah, up to something. Oh no, <laughs> death by stairs? This isn't how I wanted to go. Winter day is ruined. I'm so upset. <laughs> Albert, Brian, did you hear that? We got him. What? Why in the sidewalk? You and your friends are really super meanie pantses. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? Yes, very mature. Normally I'd probably support this, but right now I have bigger fish to fry. You're frying a fish too? It's called gastronomy. Brian, why haven't you opened this card yet? What card? The card on the table. I'm going to open it. Oh, that card. No, don't open it, Gremlin. Why not? We've opened all the others. We're saving that one for later. Which card are we talking about? The card on the table. Oh, that card. Gremlin, give the card to Brian so they can look after it. I smell burning. I smell burning. Which oven is it? <laughs> It's me. I'm smouldering. That's not very festive, demon. Whatever. It's funny. Well, I'm going to get some more ice. Gremlin, can you please keep the demon out of trouble? We're now six minutes and 22 seconds behind schedule. Well, time for another prank call then. No, I'm supposed to keep you out of trouble. Go on. Okay, you've convinced me. Incoming transmission from room 1888, the saloon. You've reached old Davy and Mary Rose. How do you do? Gremlin, you do this one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I've been shot. Oh, I've been shot in the stomach. Oh, it's all going dark. Oh, I need help. Please help me! Ah, oh, well, that's nothing to worry about. People get shot around here all the time. Just take the bullet out and put a plaster on, you'll be right as rain. Ah, ain't nobody died of gunshot wound like that that I ever heard of round these parts. Yeah, sorry. We're supposed to be doing a prank call, and Gremlin has definitely made it weird. 
Nobody's been shot. Well, actually, somebody was shot this morning and they... Well, they died. First time that's ever happened. Oh! Oh, oh no, I'm... I'm sorry. We should go. Yeah. Happy winter day! Awkward. Very awkward. What in the name of Brimstone was that, Gremlin? Oh, I don't know. I was under too much pressure. Oh, this is tragically underwhelming and far less fun than I imagined. That's because it's not a proper winter day tradition. Right, yeah. <laughs> winter day traditions. <laughs> I understand those. Can you believe that all of the hotel gift shops were out of ice? Luckily, I ran into Freezer Man on the way back up and he was gracious enough to give me some of his. Maybe I should have invited him in for lunch. Oh dear, I must have seemed so rude. Maybe we should have invited all of the supervillains. I don't think that would have gone down so well after Gremlin stabbed sack of potatoes. I didn't stab him. I lightly grazed him. You ripped the burlap. They patched him up. We sent him that get well care package. Maybe there's still time. I could write them all an invitation and say it got lost in the post. Uh, Brian, we need that ice in the freezer. Stat. All right, I'm on it. Oh my goodness, what is happening in here? Everything is under control. It just so happens that the, the, the potatoes need to be flipped at the exact same time as the peas temperature needs to be adjusted, the gravy stirred, and the apples need to be peeled. You should have <laughs> asked for assistance. Everything is under control. I have done the calculations and in three two one ah now everything can simmer it's all simmering now brian it's all simmering right. now maybe you should have a sit down yes we've got three minutes for charades haven't we well if we shuffle around the itinerary then i suppose we can play charades now gremlin how about you go first oh um okay uh Captain Ellie Alter and the Gnome Bandits fall into the garden well of dreams and unknowable anguish. Oh, My go. Uh, um, hmm. Um. The Encyclopedia. Brian knows. Oh, no fair. You guys never do any underworld media. Sorry, Demon. We do keep meaning to get some of the books on the reading list you gave us, but they're quite hard to source. Oh well, who could that be? There's no time for a guest. Maybe someone has come early. Oh, don't even joke about it, Gremlin. Don't even joke. I haven't even lit the candle yet. Oh goodness, I can't find the matches. Albert, where are the matches? I've done it. Thank you, Demon. Hi guys, it's me, Stanley. Hope you don't mind that I've popped around early. The kids were dying to meet you, love. That's okay, Stanley. Come on in. We haven't quite finished setting up yet, but I'm sure the demon and gremlin can entertain you while we get on with the winter day chores. Nice one. I could do with a sit-down, if I'm honest. Kids have been babbling all morning like a babbling brook. Yeah, you know the type, you know the type. Keep your wits about you, Stanley. I bet the demon hates kids, and they've been playing pranks all day. No, actually. I love kids. They're so... Malleable. That's a nice midnight blue for baby papoose you're wearing, Stanley. Cheers, mate. No money's to spared for these little bundles of joy. 
I call them that because they're the lights of my life. Gremlin, have you put out your banana peels yet? <gasps> oh, no, not yet. All right. Well, I've gotten you a special Grimble Grumble plate to put them on. So how about you run these into the corridor and then come and help me hang these lights? Okay, Brian. <laughs> right. Great. Now that we're finally alone, I have something very important to discuss with you, Stanley. I have no idea what winter day is. We don't have it in the underworld. No one has told me what it is, and now I'm too scared to ask. You know what the scientist is like. He'll ridicule me for months if he finds out. You have to help me, Stanley. I was planning on telling the story of winter day to the little ones anyway. So pull up a beanie and get cosy. This is the story of winter day. Oh, hang on, Stanley. Are you doing the winter day story? Yeah, that's right. I'm just about to start if you want in. Oh, go on. I love the stories. Though I do have to be back in that kitchen in exactly 2 minutes and 20 seconds to check on the potatoes. Alright, is everyone comfy? This is the story of Winter Day. One day, a lowly traveller was making a brave journey from one end of the cursed woods to the other to visit their family. They were warned not to go, but they pressed on regardless. The snow was heavy on the ground and huge flakes flourished through the air, obscuring the pale moonlight and making navigating the trees utterly impossible. As the night drew in, the air grew colder and the traveller became weaker. They preserved dragging their tired legs through the thick snow. Their knees started buckling and any hope of reaching the other side was lost. They stilled their resolve and took one last look into the vicious darkness. It looked as though the night sky itself was moving, and as their eyes adjusted to the low light, they recognised the figure of a raven ahead of them. Tall and imposing, it spread its great wings shielding against the blizzard. The traveller approached the mighty bird, both terrifying and inviting, and nestled against its breast. The raven enclosed its wings, creating a cocoon of warmth around the shivering pilgrim. Against the slow heartbeat of this ancient creature, the traveller slipped into slumber. When they awakened in the morning, the storm had passed and they had survived. They looked up towards the raven to thank it for its protection and saw naught but a tangle of branches dripping melted snow. As they looked longer, they could see hundreds of nests of birds toing and froing from the tree. Besides them on the ground was a single raven's feather. They took the feather and fashioned it into a pendant to wear against their heart, keeping it close until they arrived at the hearth of their family on the other side of the woods. So, was the raven even real? Who knows, demon? Who really knows? But one thing's for sure, if you wear a raven's feather on winter day, it'll keep you warm and shield you from the dark all season. Speaking of which, I brought you all some raven's feathers to wear. 
in case you didn't have one. Brilliant. Thank you, Stanley. We do have our own, but we always put them in the bottom of the winter day boxes, and I'm hard-pressed to find anything in that cupboard anyway. We did manage to find the tree decorations this year, though. Did you know that this is why we decorate the trees, too? No offence, but yours is looking a little bit Yeah, bare. we're a bit behind on the schedule, so we haven't really decorated it yet. Fair play. Did you want a hand? Might as well make myself useful now that I'm here. Thank you, Stanley. I do think that Brian would appreciate it. Alright, the Grimble Grumble plate is out and the lights are up. Now it's time to find those raven feathers. Probably at the bottom of the box again this year. No need, Brian. Stanley's brought us all some new ones. Oh, thank you, Stanley. Ooh, a necklace. Ooh, let's come Oh, ah. oh I'm stuck. I can't do it. Here, Gremlin, let me help you. Stanley is also decorating the tree for us. That means we're back on schedule. This may be a successful winter day after all. Wait. It's been more than two minutes and 20 seconds. I haven't checked the potatoes. Ooh, okay, everybody stay calm. <laughs> but there is a lot of fire in here. It wasn't me this time. Oven number two is broken. Oh, Bessie. No, it wasn't your time. Albert, you might want to evacuate the kitchen before you set on fire. But, but the peas. I can salvage the peas, Brian. Out of the way, Albert. No. I have the fire extinguisher. No, don't do that. Don't do that. It's no, Brian. <laughs> This is fine. Everything's okay. I think it's just a bit of fire extinguisher foam. Fire extinguisher foam never hurt anyone. We can say it's cream, can't we, Brian? Look, I'll have a sprout. Oh, oh, all right. I don't recommend it. Oh, Albert, this is a new low for the feast. Don't look at me. What are we going to do? The guests are supposed to arrive soon. Well, that's obviously indigo at the door. Nice. I'll get it. Happy Winter Day! Are you saying winner? Yeah! Happy Winter Day! It's Winter Day. What? Winter, as in the season that it is. Oh, I thought it was winter. Winter makes so much more sense. I, I put on medals because I wasn't sure what you're supposed to do. Ah, shucks. That's okay, Indigo. We have some spare feathers you can wear to get into the festive spirit. I don't know what that means, but sure. Indigo! Hi, how are you? It's, it's been so long since we last saw you. She came round yesterday. Actually, she's come round every day for the past month. That's not the point. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here and celebrating with you. Since I can't be at home celebrating the celestial reflections. Well, come in, make yourself at home. We got you a present, Indigo. Uh, we're not exchanging gifts yet, Gremlin. We've Ooh, talked about this. Open it, open this. it, open it. Uh, oh, mm, uh, am I opening it? It's a resident's guide to the hotel. Brilliant. You might as well open it now, Indigo. Oh, thanks, gang. Yeah, well, we know you said you didn't really know what to do or where to go next, so we thought that this might help you out. That's really sweet of you. Yeah, we do our best. I did burn the feast, though, so sorry about that. Don't worry yourself too much, Albert. It was bound to happen, like it does every year. <sighs> but I, I did the calculations. That's all right, sir. We can share my leftover sweeties. Are those the ones you got on Spooky Day? 
Maybe. Besides, mm. we always have the cheese platter. No one wants the cheese platter. They like Brie, they like Emmentile, but no one is reaching for the cheddar. By the Raven's Talon, another guest is here. Hello, I've just popped back for the holidays. Oh, we're so glad you can make it, Nick. I'd like you all to meet my new partner, Kurt. Oh, yeah. Hi, darlings. Thank you so much for letting me tag along. Wow, Kurt. It's so good to meet you. So good to meet you. Coming, you two. Make yourselves at home. We're just sorting out the feast now, but I'm sure Gremlin and Demon can keep you company. Do you know Stanley and Indigo? I'll let you get acquainted. Oh my god, Kurt, I love your shirt. There's so many oh, colors on it. Thank you. What? Oh, Stanley. Do you have any raven feathers on you? If not, I've got you covered. Come on, Albert. Off to the kitchen. What are we going to do? This is worse than when the demon was trying to drag me to hell. Just stay calm, Albert. Breathe. Kurt, you didn't tell me he was bringing a new boyfriend, Brian. He asked for a plus one. I didn't question it. Besides, I thought you and Nick had sorted everything out. <laughs> we did! It doesn't mean that I want to go to dinner with him and his new boyfriend. All right. It will be okay once the rest of the guests are here. We have 15 people coming to dinner, so you won't even need to talk to him if you don't want to. Dinner? What dinner? There's nothing for them to eat. It's just going to be 15 hungry people in our attic with some foamy sprouts and charred spuds. And a cheese board. Well, I guess the problem is solved then. We have a lump of gorgonzola. Knock, knock. Is everything all right? Yep. It's great. Should there be so much smoke? I'm smoking haddock. Are you? No. It's all gone wrong. It's all right. We can start over fresh. We can head down to the gift shop, get more ingredients, and start from More scratch. people are here. There's simply no time. We can still make this work. Right. I'm going to level with everyone. The winter day feast is ruined, but don't worry, myself and Nick are gonna run down to the shops before everyone else turns up. Right, everyone else has turned up. Great. Hello. 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 We found some extra people on the way up here and they didn't have anywhere else to go. So we thought, why not invite them along? Right, great. How many extra people do you think that there are? Oh, only a few. Maybe 30 or 40. Certainly less than 200. Squeak, 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 squeak. Oi, what they say? We've all been looking forward to Albert's famous feast. There is no feast. It's all ruined. I cannot do this anymore. I am at the end of my rope. I think there are some sprouts that aren't covered in foam. And, and many that are, if that floats your boat. Also, there's ice in the freezer, so everyone can have a cup of ice and be happy about it. Happy winter day, everyone. Oh, I need to sit down. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Please come on in and careful not to step on the exasperated scientist. I did bring a few roasties with me so we can always divvy those. I up. have some carrots from our carrot patch. I always have some of me trusty salted fish. I have some homemade gravy. Yeah, I brought some cauliflower. It's totally radical, bro. A sack of potatoes is brought. 
some apple pie. I've got tuna. And I've got the cheese platter. Nobody wants the cheese platter. Squeak, 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 See, I knew somebody would want the cheese. Oh, I give up. Hold on. How many of you have brought food with you? Well, that's enough food to feed everyone. Why were we even bothering to make a feast in the first place? What did you just say? Wait, is that someone calling us on the radio? Oh, excuse me, sorry, uh, coming through. Really's a tight squeeze in here of all these people. Oof. Uh, right, okay, I'm through. Oh, demon, you were stood by the radio the whole time and you didn't even think about answering the call. Didn't feel like it. Very festive of you. Hello, this is Alma Akintosh. Put it on speakerphone. Pretty an idea, Brian. I still can't believe it's a speakerphone. Hello, this is Albert Akintosh and company. Lots of company. We would like to thank you for your invitation to lunch. Unfortunately, we cannot attend. It's very sunny up in the attic, and we are prone to... Um, breaking out in a rash when we are exposed to it. We do tell you this, and every year we invite you round to midnight supper instead. Yes, because they're vampires. What did they just say about us? Uh, um, you are excellent ham buyers, and, and Brian's a vegetarian now. Anyway, moving on. Thank you for the call. I'm sorry you can't make it. We have sent you some lovely rice as a thank you. <laughs> I haven't seen any rice, but I did see some maggots by the door. Don't look too closely. Happy winter day. Ah, ah, Arctic gang. That was lovely. They sound like really nice people. Thank you, Indigo. However, I did have to elbow about 14 people out of the way to reach the radio. So I think we might have a little bit of a space issue. Yes, we do have enough food, but not nearly enough table for this feast. Actually, I may have a solution. Back home... Sorry, I can't hear it. I may be half octopus, but I don't have octopus hearing. <laughs> do they have good hearing? I don't know. I don't. Stand on the table, Indigo! Great idea, Gremlin! Oh, oh no, no, don't do that, oh, not the table! We have mess a up the centerpiece! Oh. Back home, we celebrate a natural phenomenon that we call the celestial reflections. This day, every year, there are solar flares that streak through the sky, and it's almost as though the world itself is caught on fire. Everything looks totally normal. Then suddenly, the whole sky erupts into an inferno of color. The reds, oranges, yellows, burnt umbers, crimsons, and magentas swirling and chasing each other around the sky as if locked in an elaborate dance. Everybody assigned their own meanings to it. Some people thought it was the gods piercing the sky, whilst others believed it was a window to the beginning of the universe when the first sign of being sparked into life. Personally, I just think it looked nice, and it's something I don't need to find meaning for. It's a day I got to spend with my family, sat on the beaches and staring out at the sea and the sky, where the water met the fire. <sighs> but I guess that's just the other side of the world now. Wait, you celebrate that today? 
So you do celebrate Winter Day after all? But it's summer back home, so not really. That doesn't matter. If you celebrate it today, that makes it Winter Day. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, if there's not enough room in here, we could always take the feast outside and turn it into a picnic. In the winter? We'll be all right if we're wearing our feathers. I don't have any problems with that. Gremlin, grab all the blankets from your cupboard. We are having a picnic. Oh, yay! I have so many since Hilda keeps crocheting them for me. I send the gremlin a new blanket almost once a week. She can't help herself. She finds him too adorable. Okay, everybody, grab everything you need and make sure you have your food. We're heading to the field. Anyone who struggles with the stairs, use the elevators. Everyone else will walk. We'll meet outside. I'll help the gremlin get his blankets from the cupboard. For the help demon, I'll take the blanket and spike stitch blankets, and you can take the sand and ripple stitch blankets. Oh, but then who will take the waffle stitch blankets? Oh. This isn't about the blankets. I need to talk to you. It's the whole winter day thing. I still don't understand what it is. Apparently it's all about some gigantic bird, but that doesn't explain anything. Then Indigo told a story about solar flares, and apparently that's part of it too. You should talk to Brian and Scientist about it. They know all about Winter Day. If you tell the scientist about this conversation, I will set fire to all of these blankets. Blankets, oh, oh, what do you want from me? I want to know what winter day is. I want it to be concise. I want it to be factual. And I want it to make some semblance of sense. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? When us gremlins get older and are no longer useful, we go through something called the unconjuring. What? Don't interrupt. <clears throat> In the olden days, when gremlins had first been introduced into the hotel, there was a janitor gremlin who was also in charge of the lost and found. He spent all year collecting abandoned items and storing them in his big cardboard box. When the end of the year came around, he was told that all of the unclaimed items were to be destroyed, which was everything in his box. He didn't want the items to go to waste, so the night before they were due to be destroyed, he picked up his box and snuck around the hotel, leaving every gremlin a gift to find in the morning. Us gremlins were made to work, and, well, at this time, no gremlin had ever been given anything. That morning, every gremlin awoke to a nice surprise beside their nest, and the rumours of how they got there began to spread. At first, they thought it was a magical figure, and then they quickly realised that it was the work of a gremlin. They said he lived alone in the janitor cupboard. He stood five foot tall and had a team of gnomes who helped him gather all the presents. 
Anyway, the heads of the hotel came to visit him and they said that because of him, gremlin morale was through the roof and productivity had never been better. Because he was so useful, they said that he could stay conjured forever. Now, every year, he brings all of us gremlins a present from the lost and found that he pulls behind him on his magical sleigh. He's not a very talkative gremlin. He only ever says, Grimble Grumble which is how we got the name Grimble Grumble. And that's why we celebrate Winter Day. Did you honestly think that would make today any less confusing? I'm more confused than ever. Well, you should know better than to ask me things. Let's get these blankets down to the field. I don't want to miss a single thing. All right, fine. Maybe I'll never understand this pointless holiday. Oh, do you know another hotel tradition on Winter Day? It's singing. That better not be a chord. I am carrying my own weight in blankets. I am not in the Winter mood to Day sing. Winter Day is mine and it is yours. Look at the lights up in the corridors. It makes me want to shout, hooray! Hello, wizards! Happy Winter Day! Hello, Gremlin! Happy Winter Day! Are you going to the field too? Yeah! We'll join you! Dreaming trees and cooking feasts It seems so arbitrary And all these legends on the same day So coincidentally Come on, demon, can't you see? There's some magic in the melody. That's pretty good. Why, thank you, demon. Seems like someone just started in here. Shut up, Christopher.
He was singing. Oh, well, that does make sense. It is winter day after all. Ah, oh, I found the knives. Okay, let's lay down these blankets. Make sure you put stuff on the corners of the blankets so they don't fly away. Oh, good idea, Indy. All right, while the gremlin's doing that, Demon, can you please hand out the knives in the least threatening way you know how to? I don't mind dishing out some crockery. Who wants roast potatoes? That's over here. Don't forget to when can we have the pudding. Does anyone need a drink topper? Can I have a top up on my coffee, please, Bry? I can't believe that we've pulled this off. Yes, <laughs> we do pull it off every year, sir. We haven't gone hungry yet. Though there's never been this many mouths to feed. Ooh, thank you. Can I have some more gravy, please, Dan? Sure, mate. Just so when. Albie, can I have another slice of Wellington, darling? Yeah, of course you can. Look, everybody. It's snowing. It doesn't feel like snow. Albert, can I speak to you for a moment? I think we both know what that is. The last remnants of the globe of invulnerability. We've been ignoring this for far too long. We'll just get through today, then we'll do what we have to do. Yes. We can't let the gremlin know. Of course. Well, it hasn't snowed at the hotel for years. Aren't you lucky that it snowed on your first this ever winter day, Gremlin? This is the best day ever. Another winter day present from Grimble Grumble. I think you mean the Raven's Talent. Don't be stupid. It's clearly not either of those things. Oh, what are your winter day things? Yeah, I'd totally love to know how the underworld gets down on winter day. Well, one of our traditions involves a parade. Yes, we all light a candle and we walk in a procession down to one of the pits whose fire has gone out, you know, at some point throughout the previous year. Once we're all gathered, a sacrifice is chosen from the sacrifice cage and they're thrown in the pit. Then we all throw the candles in on top of them. The burning of the sacrifice is said to make the fire burn longer and brighter. It's very beautiful to watch. Well, that was a good story. None of that was true, was it? Not a single word. All right, I don't get it. I just don't get it. How did all of these things happen on the same day? How does a giant bird relate to decorating a tree? Surely leaving banana peels by the door for a janitor is just a tripping hazard. Demon. You're concentrating on all the wrong parts. The thing that makes today winter day is, is well, well, this. What we're doing now. What? Eating outside? No, coming together. Yes, everyone has their own beliefs and traditions, and some of them are contradictory, and some of them are a little bit confusing. But that is why it's winter day. It's not Raven's Talon Day, and it's not Grimble Grumble Eve. It's winter day. The day when everyone shares their stories and celebrates their differences in harmony. And there's just something different about today. I don't really understand it, and I've stopped trying to. So if I can enjoy it, I'm sure you can too. Some things don't need overcalculating. Really? Anyway, even Indigo's gotten into the winter day spirit, and she's from the other side of the world. Yeah, it's super nice celebrating here with you. Though, I wish you could see the solar flare from here. Because the picnic somehow doesn't feel the same without them. Okay. I think I get it. Wow. By the raven's talon. 
The sky's on fire. Whoa, it's perfect. Thank you, demon. It's just like being home. That was nice of you. No, it was just the spirit of winter day. Why isn't the fire melting the snow? It's starting to approach your bedtime, Gremlin, and we still need to check if Grimble Grumble has come. Oh, let's go. Come on, demon. I reckon we've still got enough time for me to beat you in a game with unicorns and lily pads. You will never beat me. We never opened that card. And we still haven't opened presents. Oh, yeah. Grimble, grumble. Grimble, grumble. Grimble Grumble! Sirs! Grimble Grumble is here! Well, I definitely didn't think he was real. Yeah, me neither. He left me a present! And he ate all the banana peels! What has he got for you? Um, it's a pair of sunglasses! Oh, and it still has one of the lenses! But that lens is cracked, isn't it? Yeah! Isn't it brilliant? Right. Well, I'm glad you're happy. Okay, let's exchange presents before we put the gremlin to bed. Ooh, I'll get my presents. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay, um, demon, this is yours. It's a hat like the pirate captain's hat that we never found. Brian, I made you a bat so you can repair yourself if Albert's ever not around. Oh, and scientist, I got you a new lab coat. Oh, Gremlin, you really should wait until after the presents are open to say what they are. I mean, you've done really well, Gremlin. These are all so for, for this. This is made of paper. Okay, uh, careful opening them, everyone, as I've already ripped mine. Wow, thanks, Gremlin. You even glued the feathers on. I'll make sure I don't wear it in the rain. Is this just a rolled up newspaper? Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, my turn. Here you go. Oh, I'm so excited. What's it gonna be? Oh, um, Demon, what is this? What am I looking at? It's a sinking ship in a bottle. It looks like it's always on fire. And look, there's you. You're drowning. I am deeply unsettled. What is this? Well, I know you said you were not sure if you had a heart, so I got one for you. It's still beating. Where did you get this? And I have saved the best for last. This is for you, Albert. I, I, I don't want it. Whatever it is, I do not want it. I am holding a literal heart, Albert. I'm sure you can cope. It's a leg. A robot leg. Well, I decided to have a go at making my very own Brian. I didn't get very far, but I thought that you'd find some use for it at some point. Uh, how about you go next, Brian? Oh, okay. If you insist. Please do bear in mind, I had very little time and most of the gift shops were closed. It's a hat! Yes, it's a very practical and safe hard hat, but it's also sparkly. And I added teacup inserts so you can have your tea on the go. It's a belt. <gasps> and it has pockets. 
I personalised the pouches of a tool belt so you can keep lots of different things in it, like a sweeties pouch and a money's pouch, and a slot for a portable transmitter so you can always stay in touch and stop pocket dialing us. And I stitched your name into the back. Brian? all building supplies. The building supplies gift shop happened to be the only one open, so I had to get creative. <laughs> okay, let me guess. You've got me a tape measure. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's perfect. I really needed one. Oh, thank goodness. I really was scraping the barrel. <laughs> okay, um, and now here's mine. Demon, catch. It's a hat. Yes, sorry about all the hats. This one does have a collection of mechanical magic tricks in it, though. You are underestimating my love for hats. I could weep with joy. Gremlin, your present is in the cupboard. Oh, joy of joys. <laughs> it's a cage to sleep in. What? No. Do you want a cage to sleep in? No, it's a cage for your pet squirrel. But I thought I have to get rid of it at the new year. I changed my mind. You can keep it. Oh, happy days! So, what did you get me? Brian, we haven't done presents for ten years. I didn't get you anything. Besides, I gave you the gift of life. Oh, oh alright. Demon, it's probably time for you to put the gremlin to bed. Okay, come on, Gremlin. No. Sorry if I made it awkward for getting the tape measure, Albert. I just thought since you'd said you'd gotten presents that I ought to get you one too. That's okay, Brian. Um, I mean, funny story actually. I was I was down at the registry office the other day, and and I did see something that made me think of you. I, I know I've said some pretty horrible things about you not being alive and, and I feel quite bad about it anyway anyway I I um well I, well, I, did, I did get you something it's, it's this oh Albert is that a... yeah it's it's a birth certificate I, I I just thought if you have this then no one can say that you're not alive um I'm, I'm sorry about the surname too it's it's just that they said that that you needed one and apparently this is a really common surname Akintosh. I hope it's all right it's really wonderful, Albert. Thank you. You're really wonderful. We have had a good run up here. We can't ignore it any longer, can we? Let's open the Winter Day card. He thinks the protection bubble is snow. He thinks the management summons are a card. I don't know how we're going to look well, after him. we've already failed once. We'll just have to do better. Okay. Well, at least we know what we're doing now. Hope you don't mind that we let ourselves in. You left all your dinner plates downstairs. Also, we just wanted to spend some more winter daytime with you. Thank you so much for hosting us. We really wouldn't have had anywhere else to go. Did I hear Stanley? Oh, and Indigo and Nick are here. He wasn't even trying to sleep. I can't sleep. I'm too excited. Well, what would you like to do, Gremlin? Oh, um, oh, sing another song. <laughs> All right, one more song and then you're going to bed. Oh, okay, I promise. <laughs> right, here we go. I don't know where we're going. All I know is that we're together. Look outside, sir, it's the
still snowing We'll have to make it through somehow We'll find a way to carry on By the light in the sky and the raven's talent So hold each other close, my friends We might only have tonight And even though we're going far away You will still be in my side And that's the spirit of That's the spirit of That's the spirit of winter day That's the spirit of winter day This broadcast has been brought to you by Hotel Elsewhere under Fairy Lights, featuring Eddie Lear as the scientist, Lou Spicer as Brian the robot, Matthew Beecham as the gremlin, and Abigail Hackwood as the demon. Guest starring Toby Saddleton as Stanley the Geezer, Mike Clarkson as Nick the archaeologist and Grimble Rumble, and Nikki Van Toren as Indigo. Theme tune vocals by Lacey Love Kent, and all additional voices provided by featured artists. Audio engineering and original music by Eddie Lear. Artwork by Abigail Hackwood. If you enjoyed this adventure, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hotel elsewhere. Thank you all for listening, and I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are celebrating, you have a wonderful winter day. Happy winter, Happy winter day. day. <laughs> Happy winter day. Wonderful. <laughs>